Mish, we're looking at a ton of volatility in Bitcoin, right? I mean, you could wake up on the weekend or a Monday morning and have a real head scratcher or heart attack moment. Tell me about the price action that we've been seeing, Mish, and, and your thoughts about investing in this area. Well, basically, we had a large whale seller coming out of Bitfinex, which is essentially a large popular exchange for cryptocurrency. And this whale sold about $173 million worth of Bitcoin, which created a short spike of about 160%. However, I have found out that that company, Bitfinex, is actually net long Bitcoin. So that is one factor that affected the market. The other factor is that we do have a release coming up in July, um, mostly by big institutions that have been locked up for six months with the ability to be able to sell about $530 million worth of Bitcoin if they so choose. And a lot of people think that that's going to be a bearish event, although it may not be. It actually may turn out to be a good thing. So in terms of the news, those I think are the two most biggest factors for today. Um, of course, you do have people like Scaramucci, who's still very long-term bullish, the Gemini, Gemini twins coming out and saying they want to expand the crypto market into Southeast Asia, particularly Singapore and Hong Kong. So there's always going to be so much news, it's almost impossible, unless you do this 24-7, to be not only aware of all the news, but retain all the news, which is why we find some comfort from the charts. And, and we'll talk about that in a moment. As far as Bitcoin yeah. itself, yeah, I won't, but I just want to mention, because you asked me two questions. In terms of Bitcoin itself, longer term, I still don't believe that there's any doubt that it will be bullish and it will be the future. And no matter what obstacles come its way, whether it be China mining ban or Africa ban or whatever it is, there's going to be workarounds. And I think that's what we continue to see. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I mean, especially, uh, and you could tell me if you agree, but in the long term, given the money printing and long term inflation worries, a lot of folks are looking to Bitcoin. You mentioned a bearish event of the 500 million. It's probably, to your point, maybe not that big of a deal. It certainly has been range bound. Um, you know, when we see it break below 30, I think people get very nervous. And then when it gets near 40, they start selling. I mean, when do we get out of the range? What do you think is gonna be the catalyst for Bitcoin and it to move higher? Well, I think basically over 41 will be a catalyst. I think at that point, mm -hmm. people will say, no matter what, we can't drive this price down and it's time to become a net buyer. And of course, there are going to be people who are the old HODL. They're, they're never going to sell and they're holding on for the longer term. And of course, Bitcoin is a store of value. Those long-term buyers and those long-term holders are going to be there no matter what. Um, so, yeah, we're range bound 30, as you mentioned, 30 to 36 right here is the range. And it's not the first time, by the way, Nicole, we've seen this big whale selling coming in on June 25th. And this was after we took the dive down to about 27, 28 and then flipped immediately back over 30. Another large whale came in and tried to bring the market down. And obviously, we have not been able to break back down under that 30. So, yeah, I mean, that's what we're looking at. And then, of course, the whole overall market with inflation fears there. They've subsided, although I, I tend to agree with you. I think that's a mistake to get too complacent on inflation. But as far as uh, the volatility in Bitcoin and the whole inflation narrative, that range to me is a positive, not a negative. 
And as we look at Bitcoin and, and basically other investments besides just the S&P 500 or tech or something, um, you know, this would be maybe more of a long term play, right? So you, you seem bullish for the long term on this. Well, I am, but I am not a passive investor. I've never been. I started out day one as a much more shorter term trader. And as I've matured, I am longer term in that I will be an active investor, but always aware of risk and reward. And that's completely the case with Bitcoin. So I may have a very long term bullish view. But at this point, I am responsible to a lot of people. I'm not going to let them to sit, sit if it, let's say, goes down to 25 or 20. So we actually are flat right here. But I would certainly be looking to nibble over 36 and maybe add over 41. And then if we can get anywhere near those 65,000 highs that we saw a few months ago, I would certainly be looking to take profit holding some kind of core. And that's how I think everybody should do it at this point, unless they have really deep pockets and don't mind going through these huge volatility swings potentially. And, you know, we, it's not just Bitcoin. I mean, we can look at other areas of crypto. There's other ways to get into cryptocurrency. But it's interesting, you know, someone like Elon Musk, who has had exposure to Bitcoin, made a lot of money in Bitcoin, still likes the prospects of Bitcoin, but wants it to be more environmentally friendly. Um, some of these headlines... Uh, well, yes. I mean, Elon Musk has been ab obviously a huge factor. Uh, if he just came out and had one statement that he was over the idea about the environment, then of course we would see it skyrocket. I mean, that that it, it's unfortunate that somebody would have such a huge influence because it makes you sort of privy to whatever his whim is. But nonetheless, in terms of the environmental factors, it's no more environmentally unfriendly as batteries for electric cars are. So I don't want to you know, certainly question Elon Musk's in good intention for the environment. But I think the whole mining thing is also something that um, may not necessarily be as unfriendly to the environment as he would say. And we do know that these mining companies are constantly trying to do workarounds. For example, there's a mining company in Pennsylvania that's trying to use waste coal to turn into energy to mine Bitcoin. That's pretty cool. If we can get more innovative like that, then Elon Musk would, should, would, should change his mind.